Welcome to Tag Me, a social media podcast. We'll be connecting with successful people and brands on social media to share their tips and best practices with you. My name is Audrey, and in this episode, we'll be learning social media tips from videographer and photographer Saul Lopez. He'll be sharing how you use social media to go from teaching high school students a history class to a videographer creating content for brands like Montclair and celebrities like J Balvin in just two years, all because of social. If you're interested in learning how he used social to launch his career, stay tuned. Sell's social media handles are linked for you in the episode notes. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's learn a thing or two about social media from Saul. His photos and videos are the greatest candid and BTS shots of celebrities I see on my Instagram feed. His latest work includes photos and videos of the Louis Vuitton runway show from Paris, Jay Balvin, Lil Nas, Gigi Hadid, Carly Kloss, Alessandro Ambrosio, Lucas Sabat, Karen Wazin, wow, this list, Brittany Xavier, and more. Let's welcome Saul to the Tag Me Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. That's quite a list. That's I'm just a- realizing how extensive that is. How do you feel about it? Pretty good. You know, it's hard to like, you never really realize it once you're in it. But like when you read it out loud, it's like, oh, dang, I have like worked with all these people. So it's kind of cool. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Quickly share what you do and how you got started. Yeah. So my name is Saul Lopez. I am a videographer and sometimes photographer if the check is right. Um, But yeah, no, I... I, I'd be a videographer too if the check is right. Right. Absolutely. I'm not sure I'd be good, but... Hey, you got to start somewhere though. Um, No, yeah. I've been a videographer full time now for two years. Picked up my first camera like three or four years ago. Um, But yeah, it's kind of wild how it all started. I um, graduated from Pepperdine University in 2015 with a degree in economics, not planning on doing anything creative or or photography related, video related. Um, But I was figuring out what I wanted to do. I knew finance wasn't for me. So I was like, all right, well, I really enjoy working with kids. So let me just go be a high school teacher for two years. Um, or first time, let me just go be a high school teacher and I'll figure it out along the way. End up being a high school teacher for two years. And it was great. I loved working with kids. I led like the senior trip uh, to Mexico. So that was a lot of fun. And during that time, I remember one day I was in one of my classes and I was like, you know what, like I'm going to start a sock company and for every <laughs> pair of socks that I sell, I'm going to donate a pair to a homeless person in LA. Mm. Um, Cause I love socks with cool designs and I always like was really into it. And um, yeah, so I sourced all these socks from Italy and like had a sock drive and partnered with a shelter in Skid Row and like filmed a video to like help promote it. Quickly realized clothing wasn't for me, but during that time, like I didn't have any, I didn't have money to pay someone to make my videos or take photos for me. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to buy a camera and see where it goes. So like I started taking photos and videos of my sock company and putting them on Instagram and promoting it. And people really like gravitated towards them and started liking them. So that's sort of how I got started. Like someone like saw some of my videos, they decided to like hit me up and like, Hey, can you come shoot this for me? And multiple people started hitting me up and it kind of just snowballed into like a whole career that I have now, which is just crazy. And it's led me to like fashion week in Milan, Paris, New York, and shooting with all these cool people and getting to meet people like you as well. So yeah, that's sort of like in a nutshell version, how I, how I got started now three years ago. Yeah. I love that. I'm so proud of you. So this is the power of social media. So Sol and I actually met because I found you on social. Uh, One of my friends posted a video and she tagged you in it as a videographer. Mm -hmm. I went to your page, loved your work. Thank sent you. you a DM. Yeah. And I think from there we exchanged a few emails about what I needed. Yeah. And then we worked together and we created content for one of my clients. Exactly. Great. I remember, yeah, because I, I made that video for her in, in Paris. It was during Paris Fashion Week last February. And then 
I think in March, I, we met for the first time in person at the Daily Front Row Awards at the, mm-hmm. like the Beverly Hills Hotel or whatever. And I think we had already exchanged a couple of DMs at that point. And yeah, from there, it just like went, went off. And, uh, you know, now we're friends, have this relationship and have worked together. So that's really cool. But yeah, all thanks to Instagram, like the DMs, you know. Yeah, how it goes. It's kind of crazy. I actually reference your videos when I'm trying to think of innovative ways <laughs> for my clients to create content. Yeah, and I especially love your editing. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's been a lot. It's always a learning experience. I think you never start stop learning. And I mean, I just taught myself just on YouTube, watched a bunch of tutorials, and I was like, you know what? Like, I have this vision of what I want to create. Let me see how I can go about doing that and how I actually do that. So, yeah, I mean, just hours on YouTube trying to figure out different ways to create but now it's like people are so innovative too like on instagram like different videographers and editors it's it's pretty crazy yes i'm just trying and now i'm trying to keep up you know it's like a whole new wave of kids just coming up well i think now everyone's probably just trying to keep up with you oh man i hope so Uh, that's very kind of you to say i hope that's the case so referencing youtube is there a specific youtube channel that you go to to learn yeah so um there's actually quite a few. So one of the biggest ones that I, I still listen to and really helped me out at the beginning, his name's Peter McKinnon. He's a photographer, videographer based in Toronto. And he just has a lot of really educational content when it comes to like the technical stuff of, of editing. And he does like vlogs and stuff too. So it's really interesting to see how he goes about like creating and editing. So I've learned a lot from him. Originally when I was starting out, um, like one of my biggest influences was this videographer. His name's Rory Kramer. And he used to be the videographer for the Chainsmokers. I think he still is, but... I remember seeing um, a music video that he had done uh, for Roses. So Roses was popping at the time, like just like 2015 or whatever. And he made um, like a music video for that. And I was like, dang, this guy's so cool. Like, I want to be just like him. So I like researched his channel and like he had like a bunch of different videos talking about like the technical, like the equipment he was using. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to buy this exact equipment because I'm trying to be like Rory Kramer and work with the Chainsmokers one day. So like, <laughs> um, yeah, so those are some of the two biggest ones. And yeah, there's always just a bunch of like different editors and stuff like that on YouTube that you can easily find. And, but there's great content out there for anyone who's trying to like learn and, and start out for sure. Nice. What are their handles on YouTube? Yeah. So Rory, his name is just Rory Kramer, R-O-R-Y, last name Kramer, K-R-A-M-E-R. And then the other one is Peter, spelled traditionally, and then McKinnon, M-C-K-I-N-N-O-N. So I think that's their Instagram handles too. So if you find them on Instagram or YouTube and you're trying to get started as a videographer, those are like two big recommendations that I have um, for sure. Nice. What to you is good quality Yeah, I think um, just their storytelling ability is really important. I think people really get obsessed, and me too, like I think it's not to anyone's fault, but I think when you're starting out, like it's really easy to just be obsessed with making things look really pretty. And yeah, to some people that might be enough, right? Like it's like, okay, this looks really cool and it, it, it shares something, it shows like the sights. But I think having an ability to make something like really pretty and dynamic, but also be able to tell a story within a 15 or 30 second like time frame that you know people have attention spans nowadays on Instagram I think that's a very special trait and I think those two guys do that very well so I think the storytelling ability there's a couple other creators that I can name off but I think those have been the two two biggest influences um within the past like five years that, that I can say have have made me who I am today for sure so you touched on storytelling mm-hmm. what do you think makes a great story in videography that's a great especially because great you work question. with so many brands yeah absolutely so for me a lot of the content that I'm creating are like events. I shoot a lot of events, whether that's runways or influencer meetings for different brands or whatever it may be. Um, so with that, I think it's a lot easier just to be able to tell a narrative just because 
you know, if it's a, it's a runway show, there's a, there's a backstage, there's the runway, and then there's like the post like afterwards. Right. So it's really easy to like frame that um, beginning, middle and end. And obviously every story has a beginning, middle and end, but being able to captivate a subject matter, whatever that may be, whether it's like the, the model getting ready and then she's like about to walk onto the runway. And then afterwards we're like all the, all the press is gathering and like, and interacting and that's in that sense. Um, yeah. I mean, just being able to say it's a brand or whatever, like, I think it's very important to just be able to show what they want to portray. Like they, they curate these events, whether it's with the talent, the space, um, the evening, the location, the venue, whatever it may be. It's important to be able to share that in a dynamic way that flows that makes sense to the viewer. Like it makes you feel like you were actually there and present. So you want to show like the little details when it comes to like the flowers or like the wall design or the, the, whatever the lighting, the lighting is super key. And then the people who attend, you know, it's like, who's showing up? Um, why are they there? What, what are they, what are they wearing? You know, it's like just a, it's a way of making it flow and show the energy of the evening. Um, for me, just because it's a lot of event recaps. And I think just being able to show the energy of the event is really important in my storytelling ability. Um, so yeah, just being able to capture the moment, I think is really key. Well, I think you do that really well. I've Thank seen you. pretty much all your videos, especially yeah. in this morning yeah. before we met, mm-hmm. I watched, you I, binged watched I binge watched all nice. your videos. What is helpful for you as a videographer to know from the brand? Yeah. So I think luckily with me, every brand that I've worked with for them, yeah, every brand that I worked with when I'm shooting an event, they give me a briefing as to what's happening. So communication is key, right? With any sort of relationship, communication is key asking questions is super important too. Like you, sometimes people don't want to sound dumb, so they don't ask questions. But like, for me, it's like, I need to know like specifically, like when is this starting? So I always show up like two hours before, right? Who's going to be there? Two hours. Yeah. Depending wow. just cause you want to get the, the lay of the land. You want to meet the security guards. You want to meet some of the ushers, some of the waiters, you want to meet them. Cause you're going to be running around and you never know who might be able to help you. Right. And just being able to establish that relationship is super important. Um, so wow. yeah, I'm, like, I'm there like two hours. I don't before. have a project for you right now, but you're hired. <laughs> Great. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, you know, show up a little bit, but yeah, brands are usually really good at just giving out a detailed brief saying who's going to be here at this time. This is what's going to happen. We need you to capture this. And then based on the deliver deliverables from, from that night, you started to just have like a mental image of like, all right, I need to shoot this, this, and this so that I can edit it this way and get it to them by the end of the night. Um, so hopefully that answers the question, but that's a little bit of how I go about doing doing that yeah Yeah, i'm excited later to dive into contracts and all that stuff yeah i know that's first i want to pick your brain on how social media plays a part in your career with landing jobs or connecting with other creatives yeah no so i mean i owe my career to social media i don't think i would be here if it was 10 years ago i don't think i'd be doing this is because it wouldn't have existed right i think instagram is super powerful it's a super powerful tool for creators especially nowadays just because it was funny i was like uh this morning i was thinking about like there's a lot of people that say like everyone's trying to be a photographer, right? But I don't think that's a necessarily a bad thing because I think now there's just a way for people to express themselves on a platform that they didn't have before, right? Um, so Instagram has been a huge deal for me just because I've been able to connect with people like you, for example, or different brands, influencers through through just DMs. Like I make it a, a goal every week to reach out to X amount of people, whether that's daily and just like I send a quick DM like, hey, I'll send, I'll link them some examples of work that I've done. Mm-hmm. And as of late, I've started to send voice messages because just I think it's a little more appealing or a little more intriguing for people oh, to hit play. Just because if you read it, it's like, eh, you can just write it off. But it's like, oh, this is a voice message. Like, I think the curiosity in anyone will be like, oh, I want to hear at least what they say. Right. And yeah. hopefully from like those 15 seconds, they'll hear my voice. Like I'm a pretty calm person. 
um, and just like calm demeanor. So I think it's, it's a, it's a little more settling. Um, so now I send like voice messages to saying, Hey, like I'm a videographer. I've worked with these companies. I'd love to create for you. This is what I can do. Here's some examples above. Let me know. Um, so I make that a goal every week to just reach out. And luckily now I'm just, I've, I've worked with enough people where I'll, I'll get references from, from different people I've worked with in the past or people will just DM me asking if, if I'm available to shoot this and, and stuff like that. So yeah, I think DMing is, is the greatest tool, especially, I mean, obviously people use it for other reasons, but I think for, for work, for work related purposes, if, if, if it's the best way you can, you can, you have anyone at the, in your palm of your hand, literally. So yeah, it's crazy. Um, in regards to your experience in work, because social media exists and Instagram feeds are a great way to just showcase your work. Yeah. Do you have to have a professional portfolio nowadays or can you just use your Instagram? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, I think portfolios are still very key just because it shows that you take your craft seriously. And I think your portfolio shows how much dedication you are willing to put into it. Cause you know, the layout of it, the way you've designed it shows that you actually care about your work, which is, I think, super important. How many people actually look at that? I don't know. That's a great yeah. question. I always send it to them, but I always link them my Instagram too. Or if I'm DMing them on Instagram, it's like, all right, well, I don't post any personal stuff on my feed. Um, aside from my stories, like that's where I get a little personal with it. But like on my feed, if you go on it, it's literally just my work. So if anyone wants to, like if I'm DMing someone and they want to see what I've done, they can literally just go and click profile and they can see. I also have my portfolio linked in there, but I doubt many people are actually clicking on that. They just want to see what's on Instagram and can they make me look good? And I think that's really what matters to a lot of people. But yeah, no, I think portfolios are still very important just because it shows how dedicated you are to your craft. How did you land your first client? My first client was, so one of my really good friends, her name is Michelle Hanabusa. Shout out to her. She has a clothing company. We are Uprisers. Shout plug, out, plug. Michelle. Um, shout out, Michelle. But no, I always joke with her. She's one of my closest friends now, but I always joke with her saying that I owe my career to her because she was the first person that ever paid me to to make a video. So this was January of 2017, and I had just bought my camera in the summer of 2016. So this was like five or six months, right? Um, I remember when I first was shooting, like one of my friends from high school was in a rock band. And I was like, I want to shoot with like musicians one day. So let me just start at the local level. Let me make a little video for this rock band or whatever. Um, the video was trash. Like I, I watched, I watched it back like not too long ago. It was not good, but it was kind of like a documentary day in the life type style. And Michelle was friends with my mutual friend from high school, saw that video that she had posted on Facebook and she reached out to me. She emailed me and was like, Hey, I'm starting a clothing company and, um, I would love for you to make my videos. And, uh, so yeah, she DM'd, she emailed me because my email was in my Instagram bio and she hired me for, she paid me like, I think it was like a hundred bucks for like the first video, but I was so hyped. Cause I was like, dang, no one's ever paid me before. Like, this is legit. Like mom, look at this. Someone's actually paying me that the video that I made for her never came out for whatever. Like it, it was okay, but like it really didn't fit her branding. Um, but from that point on, like she kept hiring me and it allowed me to build a fashion portfolio and have something to show other people what I could do which ultimately led me to like shooting fashion week and yeah. that kind of just took off from there. I love that you mentioned how you were only paid a hundred dollars. I think it's really important to sometimes do work that may not equate a certain monetary value, but can get you awareness or credibility. Yeah, absolutely. And I went into it. Like I, we hadn't even spoken about money. I was just like, Oh great. Like we're, I'll just do it. Like I didn't even think she was going to pay me, but like uh, during the shoot, she gave me an envelope and it was like a hundred dollar bill. And I was like, Oh cool. Even better. Like then I was like more motivated to like make better content. But yeah, I think, yeah, especially when you're starting out, I think it's very important to realize that, hey, you may not be making the most money, but this relationship that I'm making right now mm -hmm. will just allow me to at least create something that I can show someone else that might be able to pay me. Or this person is just a really cool person to know. And, you know, they might be just good to have in your circle and bounce creative ideas off. Because at that point, I wasn't friends friends with anyone who was in the creative field. Like 
my friends from high school are like engineers. And then I was teaching high school. So my work friends were high school teachers. So at that time, I really valued Michelle's just like friendship and relationship just because she was a creative in LA and I didn't know anyone. So yeah. she really just helped me guide through through that. And she's still one of my closest friends and I still make videos for her clothing company. So yeah, she's been a big help. That's cool. How did you start working with celebrities, influencers, and brands? Yeah, so I think the first corporate gig that I got was um, Men's Fashion Week in New York for Nordstrom and the CFDA. The CFDA is like the organizing body for Fashion Week in New York. Um, and yeah, so that was the first gig that kind of led me to being more in the forefront of like the celebrity, like influencer atmosphere, right? Um so the way that that came about was kind of random. Like I, I followed this guy on, on Instagram. His name's Dapper Lou. Shout out to Lou. Um, he's a photographer based in, in Brooklyn. Great, amazing photographer. He has really great work, but I was following him on Instagram and I saw he posted on his story like, Hey, we have a gig shooting men's fashion week. Um, we were looking for a New York based videographer and I live in LA, <laughs> but one of my really good friends from college, um, was living in New York at the time. And I was like, all right, I know I have a place to stay. I have like enough money to pay for my flight. So let me just say, I'm just going to DM him and say, Hey, I'm, I'm Saul. I'm a videographer. I'm based in, I'm, I'm in New York for fashion week. Like I would love to just help. So I just took a leap of faith, bet on myself and booked my own stuff. And, um, we had a meeting, like we talked on the phone and, um, I was in New York prior to that February shoot and we met and he, we, we, we hit it off really well. And he was like, yeah, great. So you have the gig, like it's all you. And that was like a pretty good, that was like a $5,000 gig. That was the most money I'd ever made. And I was like, Ooh, super hyped. And it was fashion. <laughs> like it's men's fashion. Like it's fashion week in New York. Like this is crazy. Um, so yeah. So based on like, because of that gig, like that was my first corporate gig. It was very fashion based and everyone loves fashion. Everyone loves dressing up and showing off for the gram. So that just really allowed to like have allowed me to have exposure that was greater than just like the little LA bubble. It was just like a very international platform of people from all over across the world, like coming to New York for this given purpose. And I was able to use those three videos that I made for fashion week as leverage to be able to work with different people. So through that, like just kept shooting. I, I was invited to shoot fashion week the following September. Um, that led me to shooting the European fashion weeks in Milan and Paris and I was able, different companies started hiring me because of that, because I was able to make people look good. And um, that kind of just, it snowballed. It was just a trickle effect, really. Just one thing after the other came about. So that was, that's sort of how that happened. So for people who don't have this high quality equipment, can they use mm -hmm. their iPhone? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my first camera was like a $300 Canon camera with like a kit lens, which is not good at all. Like, but I beat that thing up. Like I ran into the, I learned the ins and outs. I was able to make things like epic on that $300 camera. I shot, um, like a, like I, sh I remember I shot a Khalid, his first concert ever. Khalid performed in Long Beach. He, this was before he blew up. And I like shot a little edit of him on a $300 Canon camera that looked like trash. I put an edit together, put it on YouTube and his manager ended up hitting me up because they were making a documentary for him on Apple music. Wow. And they used it and it was a $300. So it was all about creating, but back to, that was just like a little sidebar. So you can use whatever camera you want is what I'm trying to get at. But yes, I, if you have an iPhone or I think even Androids now have better cameras than iPhones, but you can shoot in 4k 24 frames per second or 60 frames per second. If you're trying to do slow motion, like a phone goes a long way just to just, yeah, you can definitely use an iPhone. I, I use it a lot too nowadays. Like if my camera, for whatever reason, if my battery's dead or whatever, I'll just capture it on my phone just so that I have the shot and I have that content that I can at least throw in there. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's a really powerful tool that I think people overlook a lot, um, especially if they're trying to get into videography. 
When editing on your phone, do you have go-to editing apps or things that keep your photos or videos organized? Yeah, so for photo, for, I don't really edit videos on my phone just because that just seems really complicated and my file sizes are really big. Um, so yeah, I do edit some of my photos on my phone with an app called Snapseed. It's made by Google. It's free and it it's just as good as like Lightroom or Photoshop, whatever it may be. You can do so much on it. And a lot of the photos that you see on my on my feed, like because I shoot them in real time and I want to get them out there immediately, I'll Wi-Fi transfer them onto my phone, put them in Snapseed, edit them real quick, and then export them and then upload them. So Snapseed is one of the best photo editing tools um, on 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 iPhone or Android. Unless you're trying to do like a whole bunch of like retouching or airbrushing, like then that might be a little different. But yeah, that's an easy one to go to. Good to know. Yeah. How can someone with no experience use social media to land their first client? I feel like you kind of touched all this with creating content that makes you stand out, DMing people, but is there any last golden nugget that you would provide for someone that has no experience? Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, I touched on it a little bit before, but I think just starting, right? Like I think a lot, especially nowadays with people in our age range, millennials, Gen Z, is that what it is, the one after us? I don't know. I have no idea. The younger generation. <laughs> I think a lot of us, like, we we think about doing a lot of things in, in our life, but we don't ever do it. So you, I just, you just need to start. Like I made myself buy all this podcast equipment because I knew if I invested in it, that I would make myself do it. And I told right. enough people to keep me accountable. And then I promised myself that I would do it for one year and yeah. post two episodes a month. And then we'll just see from there. Cause exactly. if I don't have accountability, then I'll have a ton of ideas. Right. Absolutely. And, and that like can weigh you down to a lot of things. It's like you have all these ideas and it can drive you crazy. Cause you, once you just start doing it, it just, it starts flowing. Like mm -hmm. you put it onto the universe. And I think that's, that's really, really key of just, you just got to start. And even if you, you have a crappy $300 camera, like that's all that matters. You just got to create something that's different and unique. And you learn a lot just by doing your first, second, third video is probably going to be trash. Like it probably won't be good, but at least you're, you're taking a step in the right direction and um, just, just doing it. You know, it's all about doing in, in this field and getting yourself out there. It's, it's really uncomfortable because you do have to put yourself out there and it's super vulnerable. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause, and it's like, I'm 26 and um, like, all my friends, the majority of my friends have corporate jobs, right? And, you know, they, they've already gotten promotions and, and stuff like that. And they're making a lot of money. And I'm just like starting to scrape the surface of like being able to make good money off of this, but nowhere near the money. They're making mm -hmm. like six figures. I'm not making six figures yet. Hopefully in this year I'll like hit there, but um, it can You'll be. You'll get there. Yeah, We're going to manifest it for you. I'm going to ask you some questions of people you want to work with it. later and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, try to manifest. Them. Yeah. But what I was getting at is just like, it, it, it can be really easy to like get down on yourself and like mm -hmm. give up. Right. But if you have no experience and you just can't compare yourself to anyone else, you can get inspiration from people, but just like be focused, almost like tunnel vision and just go, 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 go. Yeah. There's actually a great book I talked to you about earlier. Mm -hmm. It's called crushing it by Gary V who, mm -hmm. if you follow anything about social media, you know who he is. If you've been on Instagram, he's absolutely crushing it. Yeah. <laughs> if you've been on Instagram, you've yeah. seen Gary V for sure. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for sharing all of your knowledge and hopefully people can take that and create Absolutely. something that makes them stand out. Yeah. Hopefully there is one thing that people got from <laughs> this. And if it's anything, just do it. Just go and do it. Like that's the one thing that I can leave you with. Just go and do something that you're passionate about, even if it's not video or photo. Well, I'm really happy that you followed your passion and Thank I'm you. glad that we connected via social yeah. and then we got to work together. Absolutely. And likewise. I look forward to creating other stuff together and watching your journey. Yeah, no doubt. Likewise. All right. I'm gonna ask you some rapid fire questions. Let's do it. I know you kind of touched on this, but favorite mobile video editing app? 
mobile video editing app. Um, I think there's a Premiere Pro Quick. So I use Adobe Premiere on my computer, and I know there's a quick version on your um, iPhone or Android that you can use as well, and you can just quickly drag your your clips from from your iPhone that you can edit. Oh, nice! Recently, I've been using InShot. Okay, I've never used that it's one. Really, really easy. There we go. So yeah, InShot or Adobe Premiere. It kind of reminds me of GarageBand, but for video. Okay, it's very easy I like to that. cut stuff, move think, it around. I also think iPhone has iMovie on on the phones now, so yeah. you can start with that. Yeah, it's free. <laughs> All right, so a brand or person you want to work with? Oh my gosh, person! I definitely w- think hard because. This is going to happen and we're going to manifest we're it. We're manifesting here. it. Um, so I've always, I mean, full disclosure, this might be a controversial statement, but Kanye, like, is my inspiration creatively. Like, this man is a genius. I know there's a lot in the media. And if you haven't been following Kanye forever, you might be, like, taken aback by him. But no, I think his his music, his his chord progressions, his visuals have always been one of my biggest inspirations. So if I ever have the opportunity to create a video for him or just document him, um, I would I would die happy. So Kanye. All right. So if anyone knows Kanye, yeah. I, d- I doubt Kanye is listening right. to Tag Me Podcast. But Kanye, <laughs> you if know. you're listening, yeah. Soul yeah. is your videographer Absolutely. man. If not Kanye, then Virgil Abloh. Like, I would love to be like his personal videographer. <laughs> I would just document his off-white and Louis Vuitton stuff. That'd be really cool. So Kanye or Virgil, hit me up. All right, let's yeah. make it happen. Maybe you should start filming stuff. Yeah. A lot of people I actually know, whether it's talent or creatives, will create stuff for the brands they want to work with to just kind of grab their attention. Not their full-fledged potential. Yeah but just some small little snippets of Yeah, and that's do. something I forgot to mention earlier too. Like proof of concept. Like say you want to work with something. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you want to work with something, someone, you should create content that represents that type of look just so that you can show people that you can actually do that. Because otherwise people are, you can't yeah. just say like, oh, if I got hired by Louis Vuitton, I'd be able to create that. Like, all right, well show us that you can do that on right. your own first. Yeah, so that's always, it's also yeah. super important. All right, last question. Do you have a videographer you look up to on social media? Yeah, so I mentioned earlier, um, his name's Rory Kramer. Love him. He's he started out. Of, he was just a DJ videographer. Working you're with ride or die with Rory, dude. Started Rory, yeah. and you're still looking up to him. Still looking up to him. Who else do I look? Have up you worked to? with him? No, I have never met him. Do you I, want to? I I would love to. Yeah, he's great. I think he's like he's. I, I follow him on social media. He's it seems like he's going through a life journey right now. So I think he's taking a step back, uh-huh. but. Yeah, I'd love to work with him or um, Casey Neistat. He's a YouTuber blogger, but he was a big inspiration for me too. So Casey Neistat would be dope too. All right, there you go. Yeah, let me know. All right, guys, reach out to Soul. How can people get a hold of you? And how can we support you on social? You can. Don't. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Should they slide in in the DM? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm in the DMs all the time. So (laughs) feel free to... I'm always reaching out to people. People are always DMing DMing me, asking me questions. Feel free to just send me a DM on Instagram. My username is Saul Lopez, S-A-U-L-O-P-E-Z. Um, yeah, and that's a, that's probably the best way. Or you can email me. My email is linked on my Instagram, so you can just find it there. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for being a guest Thanks on so the Tag Me podcast. And I'm so excited for everything uh-huh. that you're going to create Thank this year. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm super excited and see how, how far you can go too. You know, you're doing it too. You're just going for it. I, I just jumped in. Yeah, that's the best way. It's the best way to learn. Well, we hope you took something away from this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tag Me. If you enjoyed it, give us a shout out on Instagram at Tag Me Podcast. Let us know what you learned from the episode. Make sure to subscribe so you're always up to date on Tag Me episodes. If you have feedback on the podcast, guest suggestions, including topics, or you want to be a guest, visit us on Instagram at Tag Me Podcast and click the email button or slide in our DM. 
this podcast is for you. So please let us know how we can improve. We look forward to hearing from you and connecting with you on social. Don't forget to tag me.